It's, it's just something that, you know, you put yourself in that environment, right? Seek, seek out individuals that are gonna push you and challenge you um, and put yourself in as many of those situations as you possibly can. Welcome back to another episode of The Burn. I am Ben Newman, and you got this all figured out. Every single week, you know that we're going to bring you an entrepreneur, a celebrity, athlete, a business professional, individuals sharing the story of their burn, what ignites them, which leads to the why and purpose being on fire, which then causes them to have consistent discipline in their daily action to attack next level performance. Sean O'Brien and I have been talking about doing this for a long time, and we waited to be able to do this in person. Why? Because for many of you that are part of our Uncommon community, it's our coaching platform where Sean is the president, our Uncommon live coaching program, if you're a part of it, you get us virtually together all the time on a split screen, so we had to wait to do this in person. Sean O'Brien is an individual from the day I met him, there was just this underlying, like I just knew we would do something together. Shout out to our friend Mike Bellotti in Sacktown, Sacramento, California, who took us out to sushi. Thank you for dinner that night, Bellotti, because it gave Sean and I the opportunity to meet and to now lead all these years later to being partners in our uncommon coaching platform. So, Sean, who's a, a new dad, but you always look well rested. We got you here in St. Louis, so I know you're getting rest away from sleeping, yeah. Connor. It is great to be able to do this, and welcome Love to man. the burn. Thanks so much, buddy. Great to be here in person in Lou, and uh, excited about this opportunity and this, this time together, to say the least. Well, I, I know you enjoy St. Louis from the opportunity to, to do some work with our beloved St. Louis Cardinals, yeah. as well as some of our business clients. and. You know, it, it's really exceptional the amount of work that you're doing. Uh, we, of course, teach the concept of the burn. We have the podcast, yeah. The Burn. What is your burn? What is it yeah. that, that really ignites you to attack the way that you do every day? No, it's, uh, it's something that didn't come easily to me uh, at first. It was something that I had to really, I think, there's a lot of things that motivate me and inspire me, right? Whether it's people or whether it's experiences, things that you read, things that you absorb. Uh, but I really wanted to make sure for me it was something that um, wasn't just a short-term burn. And I, I understand the value of short-term burns to initiate some of that long-term activity. But for me, it was something that I wanted to be able to stick with me in decisions I was making day-to-day basis. Not just how I showed up, right, and the energy that I showed up with, but to allow me to be able to maneuver through the course of years at a time. And so uh, generational impact and be the example is my burn. And it's something that I connect to those words every single day, several times a day. Uh, and what generational impact means to me and be the example means to me, there's a lot of subcontext to that. Uh, generational impact is a reflection of my family and the sacrifices they've made. What I've seen them go through, both positively and adversity and challenges. Um, knowing that that experience has helped define so much of what gets me going every single day. Uh, and then as you mentioned now, recently becoming a father uh, and having the responsibility and opportunity to be a father and take care of your own. Um, creating a path and the success for my son and his children and beyond and beyond. Is something that I'm committed to every day. It's not just about me in this current environment. I want it to be able to span well beyond that. And uh, that takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of effort. But the joy and the reward associated with that is, is greater than I could have anticipated. Uh, and, and it started with, again, the way I was raised. My parents and seeing them, a small family business that they operated. Grandfather started it in a garage. 
parents took it over, aunt and uncle, cousins, everyone but my sister and I worked for that mm. business. And um, seeing what they went through, having that business for 40 years and then seeing it taken out from underneath them and having the doors close and having to close out in bankruptcy and seeing my parents pivot late in their lives because of necessity um, and just seeing that. It draws a lot of emotion, but it's things that I see that I could be able to create change for my family uh, and it motivates the hell out of me every single day. You know, so often we talk about or we hear stories of people who come on the burner, individuals that we work yeah. with on our coaching platform where it is adversity and challenge that molds yeah. or shapes their perspective Absolutely. of how they respond. And so I know for you before that happened with the business, you know, discipline and working hard has always been something that's yeah. important for you. And, and one of the things that I, I think was really the attraction power of our ability to work together and kind of bring this platform we've mm -hmm. created to so many individuals in sports and business was your successful sports career. And I know you don't talk about that a lot, but I'm going to make you talk about it. Yeah. You know, you played power five baseball. Mm -hmm. You know, even though Sean is sitting next to me, he's six foot five, 210 <laughs> pounds. The guy's ripped. Former power five athlete, you yeah. played baseball at Duke. Yeah. And playing power five, the level of work that it takes, the discipline mm -hmm. that it takes, especially in a sport like baseball, uh, I think it's so unique, yeah. the value that you bring to our clients in the sports world, Absolutely. as well as the corporate world because yeah. of all your success. But tell us a little bit about how important discipline has been for you from playing baseball and then how that transferred into your corporate career. Yeah, I think you know, having the opportunity to go to Duke was uh, an incredible experience, not just from an athletic perspective, but socially, academically. I grew up in a small town in Northern California. People think California, they think beaches, they think big cities. My experience was a little bit different. Small agricultural town, 10,000 people. Didn't have a stoplight until I was you know, 18 years old, so you get a license without it, and then they start throwing these stoplights at you, and it's a little confusing. Uh, but joking, <laughs> joking aside, you know, going into that Duke environment where you know, you're an alpha in your environment that you come from in high school, right? And then you have to adapt and deploy even more discipline and more effort and more drive to be able to compete at that level. Um, I think it taught me a lot of things very early. It humbled me first and foremost. I think it, it made me realize just because I was gifted with talent as a you know, tall left-handed guy, that was only going to take you so far. And it gave me a stage, but then what do you do with that? Um, I felt like the work ethic that I was able to display there gave me an opportunity. Um, I think being able to realize you know, academically it was going to be a challenge and having really two full-time jobs from the moment you're an 18-year-old kid all the way through really carried into the early part of my professional career and, and, and beyond that. Um, and it's something that I think I was forced into at a time where I didn't have the awareness and acceptance of it. And then as time grew, I realized the value of that discipline, of that work ethic, and of just the, the consistency of deploying those things and not just having to be moments in time. So it, it was look, an incredible experience. The baseball part didn't work out. We weren't, uh, I think, the, the quality of team that we could have expected to be and the talent that we had. But I think the things you're able to take from that have served me so much greater than anything else I could have expected. And obviously got an amazing education out of it um, and, and a lot of great experiences I can never uh, say thank you enough for. So you just mentioned the being an athlete as well as a student. Yeah. And I don't care if it's Division Three yeah. NAIA. Like, yeah. The level of commitment that it takes to be a student athlete, I don't think a lot of people realize, but you develop, oftentimes I talk about capacity. Mm -hmm. You know, you're understanding that you can manage a lot. Yeah. How do you take that into your coaching work today? How does that show up in your yeah. life today? Because I know with just the offerings that we have on our platform, there's a lot that you manage. Yeah. So how important is capacity to you? Yeah, I think, you know, look, first and foremost, you have to be able to understand, like you go back to your burn. So what are you motivated by to be able to achieve that the greatest damn version of yourself? 
I think that helps define your capacity in a way. I really believe that. That internal fire has allowed me, I think, to expand my capacity in ways that maybe I wouldn't have even thought possible going back a few years. Now, the structure and discipline that you get at different parts of your life contribute to that significantly. Um, and as you know, like with our business, we have a lot of moving parts, right? And with the clients that you manage or the universities that we get to work with still to this day or the professional athletes that we work with, like you have to be able to be available at all times. You have to be able to be impactful in every engagement that you have. Mm. And most importantly of all, I think you have to be passionate and intentional about what their needs are. And so that takes a lot of capacity and effort. Um, so for me, it's, it's having a plan going into every day, but also being nimble enough. You know, at times, I, I think my wife would even joke, I, I became a little bit robotic, right? There's so much structure that when there's a variable, how do you adapt to the variable? So I think that's been a big evolution of late is having the structure, having a plan, but being able to be nimble and adaptable to the environment and what comes up in that. Um, I think that's just given me some great perspective of what my true capacity is. And even when I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm reaching a certain level, I know that's just scratching the surface of there's more there. Uh, and that, that, that gets me going a little bit, knowing that there's more that can be untapped uh, and more impact that we can make uh, when we look at it that way. And I think that really speaks to or leads us into maybe take us to a conversation on the uncommon mindset, mm -hmm. right? Because a lot of yeah. people hear Uncommon Absolutely. Live, the book Uncommon Leadership and this constant theme of uncommon, but you've embraced an uncommon mindset, yeah. right? Yeah. So what, what does that mean to you and how do you use that uncommon mindset with clients? Yeah. Um, I think at the core of it for me, it's con continuously, like it's, it's, I wouldn't call it an obsession, it's a bit of a strong word, but it's continuously seeking ways to get better and to grow and in turn create impact for those that we get to work with. I think it's really what it comes, I, I have so much pride in being able to see change that we can create for those that we get to work with and it has to start with ourselves, right? We have to be an example. Like I just saying with my burn, generational impact be the example if, if I want to stay that that's the way that I'm driven every day how do I not instill that in the clients that we get to work with and so I think for me it's really constantly looking for ways to have gains whether it's one percent every damn day or whether it's significant gains that occur over a period of series of events that they're committing to um, I think it's understanding that not being comfortable at any given time constantly seeking and pushing someone no matter what their level of success is and we work with individuals that have achieved unbelievable success but not letting them stop there pushing them even further to realize what their truest potential is. And it's so funny, the conversations that we get to have with people, they get pushed outside their comfort zone. People that you know start to look at things in an uncommon way, right? Look at them not in a standard perspective, but an uncommon, unique perspective. The feedback we get around those conversations, wow, that was what I needed. That pushed me in a way that I didn't see. That's more rewarding than I expected. Never could have done that, right? And that's where the joy, I think, comes in and motivates even more to, to go do more of it. So what's the, what's the next level look like for you? We always talk yeah. about the next level. We talk about never being finished. Uh, yeah. One of the things I admire is the push that you bring into my life. You know, it's, for me, there's the, you know, the struggle sometimes of wondering, how do you, how do you grow this, yeah. right? And Absolutely. so we have Jeremy and there's 16 coaches and, yeah. you know, we got 25 speakers that Monique is managing. And now this entire platform mm -hmm. that we as a team are managing with you really running this, this uncommon yeah. platform what, what does the next level really look yeah. like in terms of what you see? You know me, I'm an analytical guy. I love numbers, right? So there's a quantifiable piece of that and there's a qualitative piece of that. And when I think about you know, the number of touches that we get to have and how big this program can become and truly the lives that we can impact through the content that's been created, that's a driver. Now, what's that number look like? You know, Hundreds of thousands, millions of people. I truly believe that's where we can take this. And now that you have the systems and tools, most importantly, all the people, right? the team that's been assembled. Um, that inspires me. 
and then the quality of what we're delivering, right? To have it truly be uncommon. This isn't your typical offering. The, the individualization, the approach that we have, I mean, literally every day touches, right? Being with them and being engaged in a way. So it's not just about growth for numbers sake, but ensuring that that quality is so unique and compelling that people, you know, it, it changes their, their direction and the trajectory that they have available to them. I just want to pay a compliment to you. I, I think when we met and we had sushi at that restaurant yeah. in Sacramento, it was like the level of intentional focus mm -hmm. that you had. I mean, I still see that in your yeah. eyes now. I can see it in our work when we prepare. You know, there's a lot of preparation yeah. that goes into us delivering what we deliver. Absolutely. And so that, that intentional focus is something that keeps me sharp. You know, I believe in an iron sharpens iron mentality. 100%. And I think that's the blessing for everybody listening is, you know, so oftentimes we're moving so fast through life because that's almost like True. what the world is telling us. Everything's moving so fast. But slow down, appreciate your relationships. Here, a sushi dinner, probably knocking on the door of 10 years ago, yeah. you know, creates an opportunity for us to impact together and to spend this time with you now. Yeah. And so I, so I think we'll it's see. important to slow down, be engaged in your relationships, recognize you never know where something yeah. will lead. But there definitely was a, uh, a connection to Absolutely. something bigger we could do together when we met. So well said. I remember that dinner vividly. I remember, like you mentioned, uh, Bilotti, thanks a lot for what you created for us here. But I think it's, it's just something that, you know, you put yourself in that environment, right? Seek, seek out individuals that are going to push you and challenge you um, and put yourself in as many of those situations as you possibly can, no matter how uncomfortable it is, because I guarantee you're going to take so much more from those opportunities. And we know it, but to actually do it and to put yourself out there, that's what led us to, you know, getting together the way we did. And then as time has passed, what it's been able to become and ultimately what it's got the opportunity to be. And I also would say this, you know, I think a lot of times people think obstacles and the uniqueness of what so many people learn from how you can conduct business today yeah. is that geographical distance is not an excuse, right? Yeah. And so you being in Sacramento, yeah. me being in St. Louis, yeah. and you know, we can do events together, we can meet up in a certain mm -hmm. city, there's things where I may kick off right here, and then yeah. Fortune 100 clients of ours that we engage with together where I may do a kickoff and then you're doing workshops in person, exactly. it's amazing how you don't have to be in the same place. Yeah. So limit your excuses, be intentional, exactly. build with the individuals where there's synergy, where there's a, a level of excitement, there's a, a direct vision that you can have together and go attack it every damn day. It's what we believe in, it's what we teach, and it's why I appreciate the yeah. opportunity to to be in yeah. this fight with you. So likewise. thank you for coming on The Burn. You, it's great to finally have uh, yeah, the opportunity you. to do it. Yeah, likewise. Loved it. Thank you for having me. Every single week, you know, we're going to bring you a different story. Today was a little bit different, but I think you can now tell the energy and the passion that Sean shows up with and why we have this passion to continue okay. to attack to help you get to the next level. We're all in this fight together. Continue to let us know what we can do to deliver more for you through this podcast through our other platforms. And if there's somebody who needs to hear about intentional focus, to hear about partnering, to hear about taking it to the next level, share this episode with them. And until next week, let's continue to fight the good fight together.
This episode of The Burn Podcast is powered by BenNewmanCoaching.com, your number one source for increasing consistency in your life and building the mental toughness habits required to live the life of your dreams. From self-paced courses to live coaching with Ben and everything in between, head over to BenNewmanCoaching.com and join the thousands of members working to unlock their peak performance every day.